solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter thirty-five. Veritaserum. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly. I'm Alex, and, and I this... just spilled water on myself. <laughs> and this is Potter Watch. <laughs> Um, this is going to be a great app. A fantastic app. I'm hype. I'm excited. I'm ready to, um, hear what's up. Um, no password this week, y'all. Um, we figured it's a treat. you all could just listen to this fantastic episode. We felt like everyone should get a chance to listen to this episode. Also, we forgot to do one last chapter. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Um, we are doing chapter 35, Veritaserum. What did you rename it, Molly? <laughs> do you want to take that back? <laughs> Why do you think I sounded like a robot? That is odd. I think, I think it should stay. Okay. Um. Mine's a very serious title. Okay. There should not be any laughter. I'm sorry, I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> Everything's fine here. The faithful son. Wow, wow, that's a really, that's a really good chapter title. I didn't think about it for a while. Ooh, there are so many layers to that. I know. I always said the unfaithful son, but I was like, no. Nah. He's faithful to one father. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say daddy. Uh, He's a bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. We had an inappropriate conversation off mic. Off mic. Off mic combo. Um, About the status of certain characters. Certain gay characters in Harry Potter series. I wonder which one we're talking about. (laughs) Um, and what did you rename it, Alex? Um, <laughs> we are only drinking water tonight. Yes. <laughs> oh, crouch is crouch. Just <laughs> that's what you wanted to name. That's it. what I wanted to name the chapter, just to give it a nice, lighthearted feel. But um, once that was vetoed, I um, I decided to go with the lesser loved chapter title. A Crouch's Tale. Yeah. Yeah. We talked a lot about it beforehand, so I don't have a good reaction. Yeah, but, you know, it is what it is. It's clear I was waiting. a very apt title. Thank you. I mean, I waited last minute to do it, so it, um... It is not my best work, but it does the job, I think. Methinks you're right. Um, will you summarize? In a little 575? Yeah. Sure will. Crouch recounts his crimes. Bertha and Senior's demise. Time favors the wise. Wow. And it rhymes. Thank you. Again, I... You just whipped that out. I, I knew that I needed to have something because I couldn't think about how to summarize this chapter. Yeah, this one was hard. I kind of... I don't know. Barty is revealed, forced to tell his story, final puzzles shown. Hmm. Again, the third line, I just, I couldn't. 
no, but I think forward with it. I do think it is very apt. It shows us what, yeah. what, what is to come. Yeah. All right. I'm really excited about this chapter. I don't have that many notes, but I like look forward to this chapter like almost the entire book. Yeah, I, I mean, like this was like a good read. Yeah. I don't know. It's if very memorable. Very memorable. It's so detailed, descriptive. Yeah. Um, it, it has is, so much insight to this character that we don't know anything about what we kind of do. Like, it's just interesting. It also feels like a little gift because yeah. it's not really in the movie. So yeah. it's like only for us that read the book. I like, know. This is it's our so little chapter. That it's not. It is extremely disappointing because it reads so cinematically. And I feel like David Tennant would have done it. Oh, would have done a great job. Yeah. Yeah. He was like a little too like. Manic. Manic for, for my taste. Um, I this, think it worked this for the movie, of, but this, it's not the same crouch as this, right. I would say. Um, yeah. He doesn't seem as, like, calculated and, like, steadfast as, like, this crouch does. Yeah. Um, but. Okay. Shall we get into it? Let's get right up in there. Oh, uh, Okay. <clears throat> We've talked about, like, this a little bit about how much, like, time had passed and, like, if people thought something was wrong. And the way I read it this time was, like, I do think that they think something's wrong because they've been gone so long because mm-hmm. um, there was, like, a torrent of sound. If he deafened and confused him, there were voices everywhere, footsteps, screams, and, like, Dumbledore, like, is immediately, like, Harry, like, Harry, like... So I think, like, Dumbledore, like, pounced, like, knew something was up. I mean, and also you have to remember, like, who's come back. So Fleur hasn't made it through the maze. Crumb has come back. And that was hours ago. And, yeah, and Crumb has come back, and he is, like... I wonder if they knew at that point. That's what I'm saying, because Crumb is jinxed. Yeah. So it's, like, they know something's not right. Right. And that, that must have been, like, two, three hours ago. I wonder why nobody's in the maze. Do you think they've already, like, dismantled slash, like, done a sweep of the maze? I think so. Yeah, I think people are... It's chaos. Yeah. I do, too. Um, And that's different than the movie. Yeah. Um, Ooh, the movie is, like, really... Because there's, like, all the... Yeah. The, like, Bo Batten's girls are still dancing. And then you just get the piercing. I love the way the movie does it, too. It's so good, which is why I don't like watching it. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. We and we we're forced to watch Amos's reaction, which is a lot. A lot. But and like Fleur also gets me. Yeah. No, all of yeah. All of them get me. Like Hermione also has a great reaction. Like it's just, whoo. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, but um. Yeah, a lot of my notes are quotes that I yeah. felt like we needed to talk about, like, or moments, quotes about moments that I felt we needed to talk about, but I don't know if I have, like, thoughts on them. I, they were just like, this really emotionally affected me. Um, I need closure. What What are some of the quotes? Um, He's back. That's, like, the first time. Yeah. He's back. He's Ultimate's back. And this whole, the description of Harry clinging to Cedric's, like, body, and, and 
I think she writes his shock. She, I mean, he. I think J.K. Rowling writes Harry's shock really well. Yeah. Like. I had that note a little bit later, but same sentiment. Like, his, like. Disorientation is just, is incredible. Like, in terms of writing-wise, but it's very sad. Like, I love it from a writing standpoint when Harry is talking about fudge and he says, like, it's like a talking head, basically, and he's like. It, um... Dumbledore said stay. Or, no, 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 um, this is before that. It's, um, he says, like, it shakes, um... He says it instead of he at one point. When, like, describing, like, Fudge is saying something, I think, to Dumbledore. And Harry is, like... The description is of Fudge's head. And then instead of saying he does something, he goes, like, it shook time of the head or something like that i can't remember the exact quote um but i was like whoa do you see what i'm talking about he says like it it was shouted into the night like but that was like what like he's dead cedric's dead um and then others shouted it screeched it into the night Mm. And, I mean, it says he heard Fudge's voice and he felt fingers trying to pry him from Cedric's limp body. Mm-hmm. Maybe not, then. I don't know why I thought... I, for some reason... Um, well, the face of Cornelius yeah. appeared upside down over Harry. It looked white, appalled. Yeah, it just, like, it yeah. seemed... Yeah. Um, I just had, like, a what-the-fuck fudge. Like, don't go shouting. Like, have some fucking tact. Fudge is... So- oh, I can't... I hate his voice because Jim Dale does such a good job, but I, like, hate his voice that Jim Dale does. I could not. Fudge was almost my rat. Like, and there are clear rats here. We'll see what I put. Yeah, because I was. I really hated him. I hate Fudge here. He just yells that somebody's dead. It's like, what? And then he's like, Dumbledore, go talk to his parents. It's like, yeah. what? Okay. I mean, Dumbledore should be the he's one like, to do Harry, it. He's like, Harry, come on. Hospital wing. Let's go. Like, let go of him, like, Harry. You're the minister of magic. What are you doing? Oh, it's so, oh my God. It's so bad. Jim Dale's voice is perfect, as you said. He'll need to go to the hospital wing, Fudge was saying loudly. He's ill. He's injured. Dumbledore, take him his parents. They're here. They're in the stands. I'll take Harry. Dumbledore, I'll take him. No, I would prefer... Dumbledore, Amos Digger is running. He's coming over. Don't you think you should tell him before he sees? Harry, stay here. Diggory's coming down, Dumbledore. You've got to talk to him. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. Hate him. Yep, yep, yeah. And that just, it just really... And then you can feel what he means when, like, after Fudge is like, he's dead, Cedric Diggory's dead, and then everyone else is like, he's dead? You know, like, yeah. that wave. Yeah, and, like, almost in the round. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dumbledore has that line that says, um, that's right, Harry, just let go now. Mm-hmm. Such a double meaning. Yeah. About, like, letting go of Cedric's hand. Whew. And Harry, like, just, like, 
basically stammering when people are trying to like move him away. He's like Dumbledore said, "Stay here." Like, yeah, that. Yeah, um, and then he just like gets picked up. He doesn't even know who. Like, he can't even keep his eyes open or focus. Um, because I, it's it. She does, yeah. She does such a good job because he's like. He's obviously, like, in a lot of pain physically because his leg is broken, he's been tortured, but then he's also, like, got so much adrenaline going through his body and, like, shock and all of that other stuff. So it's, like, these two, like, numbness and and pain, like, just And his adrenaline is, like, I think fading at this point, too, because he just, like, escaped Voldemort, so... Yeah. Also, having to, like, return to the body is, like, a, a hard thing. Yeah. And, like, touch and it. And touch it. Yeah. And I think has to do with a lot of his, like, like, back to reality, kind of. Because yeah. this, this is a very different Harry than what we left with. Right. Last chapter. Right. Um, I meant, um, clunk. 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 Is that, I don't know. If I'm, I'm, I'm there. Okay. I'm, I'm there. I just, like, this part on the audio, I'll probably put a clip in here about the audiobook. What happened, Harry? The man asked at last as he lifted Harry up the stone steps. Clunk, clunk, clunk. It was Mad-Eye Moody. Cup was a portkey, said Harry as they crossed the entrance hall. Took me and Cedric to a graveyard. And Voldemort was there. Lord Voldemort. Clunk, clunk, clunk up the marble stairs. But, like, in hindsight, especially, like, it just sounds so creepy because it's, like, clunk, clunk, clunk. And then it's, like, lines and clunk. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, oh, my She does God. Such, It's, like, some telltale she heart does, Yeah, she does some a good job. Um, and it also, like, just all of Moody's stuff, like, just stands out so much as him, like, one, not even trying to be careful anymore, like, mm-hmm. because... Yeah, he's, like, curious. He's, like, yeah. talking about, like, did he punish the other Death Eaters? Like, all of that yeah. stuff. And Harry's, like, what? No, like, he talked to... Yeah. You know, like, and it doesn't click in. Like, it, even when Moody fully says, no, that was, was me, me, Harry's, like, no. Which is heartbreaking and it goes on too long where you still think it's moody like yeah but I think that's for the readers no yeah Yeah. it's just it it hurts like in the movie you at least like you there's there's a not a lot of time between like Harry figures it out before he's and he's changing as he's figuring it out but like here in the movie yeah, yeah in the movie but in the book Harry's, like, just thinking that Mad-Eye Moody has betrayed him. I, well, it's still a betrayal because it's the same guy he's known all year. Right. I think... I like the book version better. Mm-hmm. I do think it's, like, cool that Harry realizes it before and in the movie, but I also think, like... I think it's very realistic in the book that he's, like, still really out of yes. it. Like, I don't think he would have caught on to, like... I didn't say a graveyard professor. Like, yeah. that's, like... That takes, like, a lot of sharpness that, like... Maybe an able-bodied Harry could get. Maybe not. But I don't want to talk too much about Harry's intelligence right now because he's about to get like, yeah. But the shade. I just think that 
in this state, nobody right. would be able exactly. to pick that. No, I think uh, the book obviously is better. Like, this chapter is yeah. clearly better, and it's more realistic. Um, but, um, I, yeah, I do like the part in the book, but, or in the movie, but I, I like the book better. Crouch has so much hatred for the Death Eaters. So much, like. Um, or this is like the serial killer element. I was about to say. Coming out, like, really strong. Um, it was like making me think about what you were saying in a, um, in our episode where we had our discussions about sociopaths and psychopaths and is Barney Crouch Jr. one? Yeah. Because just like the idea of like needing everyone to know what he's done. Right. And like wants the credit for it. Mm-hmm. Is so, yeah. Um, and like it's a, it's a good way for J.K. Rowling to tell us more of the story too mm-hmm. with him bragging about it because otherwise it's like a calculated person, like, wouldn't share it, but, like, a serial killer or, like, that type of person, like, wants you to know it. Like, right. And he he wants Voldemort to know it, too. He's, like, he needs to know that he's the best. Like, yeah. did he punish the other ones? Did he say that I was the best? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting about him not feeling connected to the other... Death Eaters? Yeah. I feel like even the ones that are in Azkaban he probably doesn't really care about even though like, I he has more respect mm-hmm. for them but um well I think he and we get this a little bit later in this chapter he needs to feel that connection to Voldemort like he needs to think that they're two um two sides of the same coin yeah with with a we both had to we both had disappointing fathers we yeah we both had disappointing fathers we both you know killed our father like like he, but he wants to be like special and unique from the other Death Eaters, and Voldemort wants to be special and unique from everybody. Like doesn't yeah. want to share that. No, right, exactly. Yeah. And and I think Barty Crouch is disillusioned. Not disillusioned is maybe disillusioned is the word I'm looking for. But he he I feel like inter- interprets a lot of what Voldemort wants incorrectly. Yeah, you know. In particular, here. Yeah. Um, like, he knows that it, like, him being, like, this faithful servant, like, doesn't really mean much. Right. He doesn't mean much in the big scheme of things, except for that he's a a cog in the machine. Exactly and he, Voldemort would not want you to kill Harry here. Maybe. I don't think so. I think, he, especially since Harry just got away... I think Voldemort really needs to save face with his men. Yeah. But he wouldn't be, like, upset that Harry was dead. I don't know. I think I think he would definitely kill Barty Crouch Jr. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't think he would be, like, pissed that Harry was dead, but I, I think he would be angry. Yeah. Like, I don't think... I don't know. I think he would be angry. He's so specific in the... Like, he wants In the to last like, chapter. I And I... He's... Yeah. And it's... And he and but he, he also doesn't want Harry back there, like telling everybody too. So. I think it's more important to him the pride, the pride, because if he wanted to kill Harry, Harry would be dead. He he wants to yeah. sh- he wants to be the one to kill Harry, and he wants Harry to beg. Yeah, yeah, y- you know, you're right. Um, 
I wish I remembered um, how uh, I felt reading this for the first time. Yeah. Ooh. I, I probably just was like racing to get through this chapter to see like what like yeah I'm such sure a page I'm sure I I I feel like I remember it in terms of like I just must have been like shook like, yeah the like I don't know I didn't have that word back then but I was <laughs> shook to my very core I think I was definitely like step in in step with Harry being like yeah how how is this possible Moody wouldn't do this like I never once thought this wasn't Moody like I was like. Has he been like this this whole time? Like, I'm thinking it's moody. I'm never once thinking, like, there's party juice potion involved. I, um... Until Dumbledore's like, you see, he's drinking party juice potion. I'm like, oh. (laughs) So I make fun of Harry for, like, I just made fun of Harry being like, I don't know if Harry would have gotten it. But, like, I wouldn't get... I didn't get it, like, at however old I was. Like, yes. I think I knew something was up. With Moody. I knew as much as Harry knew, like, this isn't, this doesn't make sense, but I don't understand. Right. Right. Like, I was completely in one mind with Harry. Yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't even, it was so long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I'm just, I, I feel that, though, that I was, When did this book come out? I mean, I I guess. I think we were in, like, fourth grade. Yeah. I... I, it's funny because I remember when I, when I was, like, I remember, like, the classroom I was in when I was reading this book. Oh, no, this was 2000. But I wasn't reading it until third. No. I I was reading in second grade, I think. I did not read it in second grade. Which would be 2002 for me. Because that's when, yeah, I had, well, because I just remember it because I I know which teacher I had because that was the teacher that was really pissed about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I read this until a little bit later. Like, maybe fourth grade or third grade. Yeah, I, I think. Know. That seems early, 2000, but. I think that makes sense. I mean, it was definitely out when I was in second grade. Because the first movie came out in 2001. For some reason, I thought this book came out after the movie, the first movie. Mm. But it did not. Mm-mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe that's why I still have a lot of images in my head from the book for this one. Like because the fourth book hadn't, and fourth, because the first movie hadn't come out yet. Mm-hmm. So I was still thinking of my version of all the characters. Mm-hmm. But I have that for even the later stuff too. I definitely start to see them. I see them differently in my head, like after book three. Three, honestly. Because they look, the characters don't look the same to me anymore or sound the same to me. So they start to differ and they, like, I can kind of see them differently. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Like, you see them different from the movies or you start to see them like the movies? Well, I, my memory, like, I can remember things and I get mixed up between movie and book. But I'm saying, like, when I remember particularly scenes that are only in the books Mm -hmm. or scenes that like stand out to me in the books I really see them differently from the movie because the characters don't look the same 
Yeah. In I, my head. For, or sound the same. I would say even now, reading it, I don't see the, the actors. Mm-mm, me either. I don't see ever. Daniel Radcliffe when I read yeah. this. No. I was going to say maybe, like, Alan Rickman, but not even. Like, I have my own version of Snape in my head. Um, it's probably pretty similar, but... And I think that's also a lot of the audiobooks for me is like the voices are so different. And there like are some those exceptions. Those are what I associate with the books. Yeah. Like even if I'm just reading it, I read it like in Jim Dale's voice. Like Luna is the same for me in the movie and the book because I think it wasn't too much of a reach for me yeah. to. Like, Ivana Lynch is so much like Luna in terms of looks for me that it w- yeah. it's easy to, like... Like, they sound different. Luna in the movie yeah. is definitely a different Luna than the Luna in the book. I don't... But, like, she looks very similar Yeah, she probably looks similar, but I don't picture Ivana Lynch. I don't picture, like, that same... And, I, well, actually, I feel like the only one I actually picture is Robert Pattinson as Cedric because he That's wasn't. true! I do actually picture Robert Pattinson. But that's probably it that I can think of right now. That's interesting. I think of Robert Pattinson, too. That's so weird. And, and I, like, some of the smaller characters. I think Fudge, how he looks in the second book, which I thought, or in the second movie, because I thought it was a different actor for real that it was in the rest of the series but it's the same they just do them differently but second movie fudge is who i picture for most of the series yeah and amos like characters like amos i don't know you think you picture amos differently yeah interesting i don't know i couldn't like draw a picture of it but it's definitely not the movie he's like rounder and like I don't know. I picture somebody, like, more, like, fit. Oh. And, like, tall. I, I don't know. I just have a very specific <laughs> image in your head. Yeah. Um, who else? I probably do picture a very similar Ralph Fiend-looking Voldemort. Um, maybe more cartoony in my head. But yeah, Voldemort's more... But it's not, it's a pretty simple look, and they do a pretty simple, like, a simple yeah. look in the movies, but I don't think, I guess, that detailed of it, mm-hmm. and it's more, like, cartoonish in my head. Yeah. They're all kind of cartoonish in my head, though. Yes. Like, Hermione, very, like, bushy hair, like, like Hermione, a Hermione, yeah. Honestly, I, it's I picture like the I picture the books. Yep, that's what I... Like, the pictures in the books is what mostly I picture. Um, which is not very much. It's hard for me to picture Hermione older. Is that weird? Because I, I think I picture them all kind of young the whole time. That's what I'm saying. Not just Hermione. Like I picture Ron the exact same. It's easier for me with the guys because I picture them just growing taller like I can Mm, I can I can just because we also have a lot of charting of being like well Ron grew this tall you know and so like I can picture them growing taller and then like I don't know I feel like boys faces mature like by the time they're 17 they still kind of look like you know um 
But, like, because Hermione, like, grows into a woman, somehow that, like, is yeah. hard for me to, like, I can't really wrap my head but around it. But I do it. picture the shift when they talk about it in this book at the Yule Ball. Like, I can see Oh, yes, I see that, but that yeah. Hermione stays until seven. Like, yeah. I don't, she doesn't get any older, really. Yeah, I think that's probably similar for me, but I don't think I age the boys up that much. They, I definitely see them as taller, but. And I don't, um, and I don't picture Emma Watson. <laughs> No. It's her hair. <laughs> it's her hair. I think she does a lovely job portraying Hermione. So I... Yeah, I don't yeah. have a problem with Emma Watson. She just... She's too pretty. She's We've said too, that before. She's too pretty. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> good tangent, good tangent. On topic tangent. Yeah. Tell on, us who you On pictured. topic tangent time. Um... I, um... Fleur's completely different. Oh, yeah. Like, totally different. Yeah. And I love Clemens Posey, but... Could not have even told you her name. Uh, the Neville thing, he says, like, I gave it to the Longbottom Boy. Don't you remember? Magical. Yeah. He says it like he doesn't care at all. Like, that it... Like, he, it's, like, he disassociates, like, oh, the long bottom boy, like, not even thinking. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how much he's, like, indifferent to, like, his previous crimes and, mm -hmm. like. Um, yeah, I thought about that. I, I think this chapter is really, like, makes me dig my heels in on, like, uh, I definitely think he's sociopathic. Um, and it's also interesting to see where the movie got this whole Neville plot from. Like with the book. Oh, yeah. And everything, and, Harry, and him yeah. getting Harry the Gilly. Yeah, weed. that's why I'm not mad that the movie did it, because I'm like, you got this from the book. It's just not how it happened. Like, Harry was too stubborn yeah. <laughs> to ask him. Yeah, I have some notes a little bit before that. So yeah, like, go for it. I had to contend with your stupidity. So rude. First of all, Barty Crouch. Okay, but we said the same thing. Yeah. Yes. About the second task yes. specifically. Yes. But like. It just hurts hearing him say it. It hurts because it's like uncalled for and unnecessary. Like. Well, in terms he, of his plan. Yeah. He, he's got, like, it's called You've got for. pride and. Yeah. This pride and well, independent streak. You can just tell he like just wants to. He's a. He's needs control. Like. Yeah. Why which is why he hates the Imperius Cross so much, because it takes away his control. Oh, definitely. Um, um, and he hated the part of parts of his plan that were out of his control. Right. Like he hate, like Harry. Yeah, like Harry and his decision making and his. He yeah. just it, it, you can tell it really was like I had a plan yeah. and I. It, it, and you weren't following it, and I gave I, I gave you all these hints. Yes, I did everything. Also, just when Harry's like, you didn't. Cedric gave it. <laughs> so like that's what he latches onto, which was so sweet. But it's like that's you're kind of missing the point, right? But also, <laughs> I feel like in a sad way, I don't know. He's I think, like honoring his memory too. Yes, one, yeah. he's honoring his memory, and two, I think. In Harry's shock, Harry's probably thinking about, you know, like when somebody passes, you, the immediately you think of like every interaction you've had yeah. with that person. And I think Harry's probably like holding on to like, 
Cedric told me about the task. He didn't have to, Maybe. you know, like things like that. I, I have no idea. just like defensive. No, it is yeah. defensive. Yeah. Um, but and like kind of like don't talk about Cedric right. to me. Um. Um. Um, we, um, I think earlier we were like, do you think that's Dobby or something like that? I don't, <laughs> this is the second time I think you've said this. We definitely said it. Yeah. I know, but there's another time where you were like, did we say it was the map? And then when I re-listened to it, I was like, yeah, we definitely like said that. Yeah. Explicitly. And we definitely say it's Dobby too. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. was just clarifying. No, no, I know. It was just, it just reminded me. Because I also have that note later, like we talked about this for sure. Because we, I just mean like we forget what we actually say on right. the Right, <laughs> right. I just want to make sure that we get it all in. Um, um, yeah, we talked, because we talked about like, um, he can collect the robes and if any house right. can do laundry. Yeah, I remember yeah. that conversation, but I couldn't remember if that conversation was because we were like, does it have to be Dobby? Yeah, you know? but I think we decided it didn't have, like in order to collect robes. Right, it didn't have to. Yeah, but, but I, he asked for But Dobby. he asks for yeah. Dobby, yeah. You go ahead. My next note is just saying I love seeing everything unfold. Oh, yeah. I just... He's by piece. He says, um... Both of us, for instance, have very disappointing bothers. Very disappointing indeed. Both of us suffered the indignity of being blah, blah, blah. Both, both, both. Both of you love a good monologue. Yeah. <laughs> both of you <laughs> clearly Needs are up your own arses. Like... Yeah. Um, now I'm at, like, them coming in. Yeah. McGonagall is so sweet. She, she, she's trying her best. Bless her. Come on. He needs to go to the hospital wing. I know. She just wants to, like, fix everything. She just wants to protect him. She's also a bit of a control freak. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but I, I, um, I'm actually proud of Dumbledore here. That Dumbledore's like, no... He needs to stay. Yeah. He needs to know. Yeah. And I'm like, where is that in other times? Dumbledore. He gives him protect, a lot. Particularly just next not book. Not one thing. There's just one or two things he keeps. I was more referencing next book when he's saying, like, Harry needs to know. Because in here he's saying Harry needs to know everything. Yeah. He needs to be aware. He needs to know. And then next book, he's like... Let's keep things from Harry. Harry doesn't need to know anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to defend Dumbledore probably a lot next chapter because I think he is afraid of what Harry's going... Like, him not getting the occupancy thing scares Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. And that, like, it being a two-way path, like, that Dumbledore can see into Harry's mind. Voldemort. Yeah. That Voldemort okay. can see into Harry's. Movie. Yeah, but anyway, I'm yeah. I'm on Team Dumbledore this yeah. this chapter because he's he's doing a good, and um, I love seeing powerful tactical Dumbledore. It's so awesome. It's terrifying, but he walks in. He's full of rage. He's like 
McGonagall, you do this. Go get serious. Um, uh, love I know. Oh, love that little tidbit. Snape, <clears throat> you do this. I don't want to hear anything about it. Now, let's think about this. I've got it all together now. I was confused before, yeah. but not anymore. But, <clears throat> okay. I forgot I had this note. This is my insight. I didn't have any last chapter. How does he know to tell McGonagall to get Winky? He already has it figured out that it's Barty Crouch Jr. And how? How does he know that? Was he listening at the door? Yes. But how would he even know it was Barty Crouch Jr.? I, well, one, I think if if Dumbledore was listening at the door, he could have figured that out. From what, though? Oh, just about, like, both of us have disappointing, like, the whole daddy Daddy issues. issues, but also even before that. Um, I think Dumbledore could have put together, um, Barty being missing. Like, I think once things fell into place, he could have, because he knows everything. But also, just to go on for a fun time, just to go back to your theory. That's, that's what I was also I have a lot, I think there's a lot here to support this, because he knows exactly when to enter the room. Yeah. He knows, um, he knows what, where to send, um, where to send everybody, where, yeah, to get Winky. Um, I had one more, um. He knows that Moody has forgotten to drink. Yeah, and he knows that Harry needs to hear it. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, he seems very prepared for this moment. I know, that's why I was like, if it's not my fun theory, which is that Dumbledore goes back in time to, like, oh yeah, just get the perfect plan in place. Um, Like, I I don't, I, I don't feel like that's earned that he knows that it, he needs to get winky. Also, why does he need to get Winky? Because she's just, like, a nuisance during the whole thing. She keeps interrupting it. Well, I think she... They need Winky, I think, to confirm the story. But she doesn't even really... Like, they don't need her to. He's using... They're using Veritas here. Um, right. I don't know. Like, it just honestly hurts her even more. I think it's for dramatic. Yeah. Um... It's, like, so much worse that she's there, I think. Maybe Dumbledore... No, I don't think he would do that. But it could be, like, a punishment. Like, face what you did. To Winky? Yeah, because, honestly... She was following orders. I know, I know. Not, 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 like, now, but when she's free, she could have let someone know. She wouldn't. I know. I'm not, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not even so. saying I agree with it. I'm just saying I, I'm just throwing out ideas. Yeah. I thought about that too. And I was also like, should we be mad at Winky? Like, did she kind of fuck things up? But I was like, I don't think that's fair. Oh no. I get mad at Barty Crouch Sr. I blame a lot of things on Barty Crouch Sr. Yeah. I mean. A lot of things. All of. <coughs> Bertha. Well, yeah. That mainly. Because I can, I can make arguments... As soon as she went missing, he should have done something. Right. Exactly. But he, he's the... Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he's the reasons for the teardrops on my guitar. Wow. <laughs> How do we move on from that? Um, um. Just a short aside. Um, what a cool ducking trunk. 
that we don't really get to see again. But like, well, yeah, we don't see a lot of Moody, but that is very cool. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, so many compartments and so much room for storage. Dumbledore opens every single one. You know, it's in the seventh one. Yeah, you know. Um, how did, um, Mrs. Crouch continue to drink before she died? I think she had, like, a flask of it, but she must not have been there for very long. She must have been there for just, like, a day. She's drinking it on the hour. A flask is not gonna, like hold that much I don't think well maybe more than like a flask but and I guess there's no like human guards there that are walking to check on that but I I don't think you have to drink a full flask every hour because honestly like Harry and Ron I think yeah maybe it's just like a a sip. sip yeah um and she's probably not taking it at night She's, like, sleeping. But, yeah, I don't think she was there for very long. Yeah. I was just, like, it seemed weird to me. I like that Dumbledore is still, like, impressed by what's happened. He's, like, the brilliance and the simplicity of it all. Like, Dumbledore can, like, recognize, like... Oh, yeah, the genius in it. Yeah. I mean, Barty Crouch Jr. is a genius. Like, yeah. this is incredible what he's able to inco- accomplish. Yeah. And he thinks on his feet, too. Right. I do kind of always forget that he keeps him alive, not only for his hair, but also to question him, mm-hmm. which helps with, like, the you're too good of an actor thing. It's like, well, you do have, like, the source right there to ask questions. And, yeah. Like, um. I mean, I do think, I'm not taking away that, but, like, sometimes I think it's, like, unrealistic how good of an actor he is. I mean, Barty Couch Jr. does his character work. Like. He did his homework. He does his homework. Every night. (laughs) Did you read anything into how, like, Snape says, um, Crouch, Snape said, stopping dead in the door. Barty Crouch, like, he just seems, like, so shocked. Like, do you think, like, there's anything to that, like, that they... Were like cool with each other, or like you know they interacted very much as Death Eaters. Like he seems like shocked, shocked. I know it's only one line. I read a lot. Oh, you mean it. by Barty Crouch Jr. Yes. yes. Sorry, I'm line. with you now. I was. Oh yeah. Um, I was thinking about senior. Oh. So I was like, um, um, I think he must be. Shocked and worried, potentially. I don't know. Or, like, shocked, like, this is the guy behind it all? Like, because he was only, like, 19 when he was arrested. Like, he couldn't have... I mean, he was probably, like, a maniac. Yeah, he seems, like... I mean, he clearly, like, tortured all those people. Yeah. I think he would... I think it's a... Barty Crouch is sort of... You know, like a little bit of a prodigy too, though. Like I don't think any, I don't think it's shocking that he would have done this. Twelve OWLs. That's what I'm saying. I think Snape is probably just like shocked. 
shocked. <laughs> yeah. And figuring it, yeah, I think he's shocked and tr- I think trying to figure out his next move because he has to do a lot of talking. Yeah. That, that is one of the most impressive things that Snape ever does, I think, is to go back that night mm-hmm. um, and yeah. talk to Voldemort. Like, I think that was also very brave of Snape. Mm-hmm. It's one of my, like, kudos to Snape. Yeah, I, I definitely think Snape's mind is working, too. Yeah. He's preparing the- for his next big role. Oh, man! He feels, feels the, the, dark mark. the dark mark. He must tell Dumbledore. Yep, he feels the dark and because and then um, and Carcross Carcross runs yeah. But man, I didn't even think about that. So Dumbledore is like panicking. Mm-hmm. Would it have been possible for Snape to operate there with Dumbledore, and then Dumbledore could have like helped a brother out? What do you mean? Like, helped Harry out. Like, if... I don't know. Oh, because you mean... Because if Snape had... Like, they have to somehow know where to go when that happens. I think it's dangerous for Snape to go back now. It messes up their plan. Because it also breaks Snape's deal with Dumbledore. No, I'm saying, like... I see what you're saying. It, then Dumbledore could have, like, figured out where to go to to help, to get Harry out of there. No, but I'm saying if Snape apparates there, Harry knows Snape is there. But Harry already... Uh, Harry doesn't know that Snape is still a Death Eater. The next book he does. He says he's a double agent. Right, but, like, he, yeah, I guess, yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I don't, if, I don't know I, how. I, I think don't know. Voldemort might have killed him. On that's the what I'm saying. I think it's not safe for. I don't think Voldemort also would. It would have been good for Snape to return at that moment to trigger Happy. Yeah, but still, I don't know. Also, like, does only like if you you just have to apparate and like go with the dark mark? Could he like tell Dumbledore where to go? I guess not. I think it. you have to, like, let it pull you. Also, you can't even apparate out from Hogwarts. Like, he'd have to go to Hogwarts meet and then apparate out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Which is another flaw with the whole porky thing, but... I don't think a porky works. Like, a, it's, it's a different magic than apparition. Will you ever read Hogwarts history? You can't, like, come into Hogwarts magically. Yeah. But they make multiple port keys at Hogwarts, so there are flaws. Yeah, I think also... Explain it to me, Hermione. I, yeah, that's weird. Because in the next book, Dumbledore makes a port key. Mm-hmm. I don't know, okay? We're going... We're, we I don't spiraled. know. I don't know. But I, the Snape thing is interesting. I think... I, I think there are too he many unanswered. Go. There are too many unanswered questions. It might be more dangerous to send Snape than not have him here. Um, I know Dumbledore doesn't doubt Snape, but I think maybe Dumbledore. But I also think that like D- 
Dumbledore would be willing to put Snape at risk in order to get Harry back. Yes, I think that, but I'm thinking maybe if Dumbledore is panicking, maybe he thinks Snape might be the person. He doesn't have any clue oh, no. who the person is right now. No, he doesn't think it's Snape. Or that... Because I think Snape is also, like, keeping him up to date, like, the dark... It's getting right. stronger. Or that Snape could be the person polyjuiced or something. I, I'm just saying I don't think he knows any... He doesn't have... He doesn't know... Like, because who else is it? He doesn't think it's McGonagall. He doesn't think it's Moody. That's what I'm saying. Like, he doesn't know who it is. Right. Karkaroff I think he has knows fled. it's not Snape. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well... Lots to think about, listeners. But also, Snape is his only, in that case, Snape is his only access, kind of, to what's going on. So if something else changes, then, if he sends Snape, then Dumbledore. I guess. I don't know. Lots to think about, listeners. Tell us what you think. (sighs) Wow. That was a rabbit hole that was... Yeah. Still some unanswered cues there. Um, I, I don't really have notes on his, like, whole story. But just, like, I love that he has, like, that tone. Like, the apathetic tone. I also, I just want to talk about Barty Sr. And what he does to Bertha. Yeah. We talked about it a little bit last chapter. Yeah, but... This is my thing about memory charms. We talked about it at the beginning Mm. of this book where I was like, I think it messes with your brain. Like, that muggle is never going to be correct again. Yeah, but I still would argue that that muggle is better off with the memory charm than with the memory of what happened. Yes, I guess my point was that, like, they seem to, like, there's no punish, like, this... Is evil people doing the memory charm until torture. But, like, the wizarding community is just pretending that, oh, it's for the Quidditch World Cup, so this guy just keeps getting his memory, you know? Yeah. It seems like there should be... They should have made him, like, leave. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that, but... Just in terms of, like... Yeah. Or just... I don't, I don't know what they could have done differently, except for that, but... Yeah. But well, we talked about like consent with the memory charm. That's, yeah, I think what we were talking more about. But um, and then Barty Crouch says, "I stole a boy's wand," or ah, uh, that's and so my he next doesn't note. say Harry. That's my next, which note. makes me think he didn't know. Yeah, I think he didn't register as Harry, and then I was like, if ever, because even when like the whole reveal is, he's stunned. So he doesn't even, yeah. uh, but that, I think that's really interesting that he doesn't mm-hmm. realize that. And if he had, what, what that would have meant. I think he might have killed Harry there. You think? Yeah. Given especially this interaction right here yeah. we get. Well, and cause he hasn't even seen Voldemort yet. Like right. He if he could be like, Ooh, I am going to return with the body yeah. of Harry Potter. Or, or maybe not even kill him, but, like, try and figure out, like, who is this kid. Yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah, he didn't know. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah, I did catch that, too. 
Also, Winky's fight with Barty Crouch Jr. would have been an interesting flashback. Yeah. I think this this whole thing could have been served really well as a, like... It's like almost like a rewind of the... the to replay it to from replay. that. To replay. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Um, like in Ocean's Eleven, when they show you, like, how the heist actually happened. I've not seen that movie, but... It's a great film. I'm assuming it's a very cool scene. Because, like, you, you're you in their perspective the whole time. The mm-hmm. the the crew, the heist crew. Mm-hmm. And then they do it, and you're like, wait, how did that actually happen? And then they, like, are on the phone with the guy, very serial killer. They want to tell them how they did Yeah, it. exactly. So they, like, then re-show parts that you, like kind of missed during the mm-hmm. movie. I wish. I love that I feel stuff. like this movie isn't that long. Like, it's not as long as two. We could have got these flashback scenes. It's pretty long. The tasks are long. Yeah. There's a lot of time with the dragon sliding across Hogwarts Castle that I, I like, done. Need. I could have done without for the flashbacks. Like, I do like that scene with the dragon. Yeah. But I would have... This is so cool cinematically. I just feel like it's a missed opportunity. Yeah. I don't know what makes the movie so long, because I'm even trying to think of, like, big stuff that happens. I don't think but... it's longer than, like, two hours. And they... I feel like they can all operate within a two-hour-and-a-half window. Like, we can ask Siri Griff... Quite old school. 157 minutes, so exact. Oh, no, that's two and a half hours. Oh, okay. Because 120 would be two hours. So, yeah, we're, we're at... Okay, we're at 250. I mean, 230. Yeah, um... How long... Could you check how long two is? Two seems long to me. 161... Yeah. So three, four or five minutes longer? Yeah, so the, those are the, the longer movies. That's a good... I didn't think of the second one as that long, but... Yeah. I feel like the third one's pretty short, or it feels fast. But that's also because of the time thing. Mm-hmm. I've, I say that all the time. Like, I'm like, oh, the movie's almost done. It's like, oh, no, wait, nope. we have to go back in time. <laughs> he uses such Slytherin language, Barty Crouch Jr., to talk about himself. I was just noticing that. Um, he says, like, I had to use all of my cunning. And then he's, it was my greatest ambition. Oh, yeah. Like. He, like, knows his strengths. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's using that, uh, that, uh, Slytherin tool chest there. I just had a note about Barty Sr. just being so stupid for, like, firing his only babysitter. Like, what did you think you were gonna do without her like I get you were upset with how things happened but like you learn and you move on from that mistake she also if he hadn't have dismissed her from service she we would have figured this out a lot sooner because she would have known that he's gone well they might have just killed her oh maybe unless she like Got away. smart, had her wits about her and, like, disappeared. But she doesn't seem like anybody who has their wits about well, them. Well, she would stay with her master. Right. Um. Yeah. I have a cue. Okay. For you. I love a good cue. It's a wonder to me that Barty Sr. doesn't come back as a ghost. 
I feel like he has some massive unfinished business. Oh, I don't think so. I think it's more like this was an escape almost from like the shit he got himself into. That's fair. I, yeah, I guess he has In, like to... a very dark Well, way. that's, you know, I think I would come, if I had done what he had done, I think I would have come back as a ghost. Be- in terms of like morally, I would feel obligated to try to warn people about what was happening. I don't, I also think that there's like, it's not that straightforward, the whole ghost thing. Like why, why does the gray lady come back? Because of her guilt about the diadem. Yeah? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But I don't, I mean, I do think he feels bad, but not in the same way. Right. That makes me (laughs) angrier at him. Yeah. He should feel the weight of this. Like, he has yeah. done so much. Yeah. <laughs> I I got very angry at Barty Crouch Sr. I did too, but not as much as on other rereads. I was trying to think of, like, him in his relationship to his son, and I was like, there must be a lot more love there than Barty Crouch Jr. sees, because, like, he does so much to keep him his son with him like yes i know he did it for his wife or whatever no i think he loves he went above and beyond like what what kind of life is it to keep him there except for like again for selfish reasons like he just wanted his son back and he's also like queen of control freak and is like i need to control him like i need him to be like my perfect son again and like I think it's very misguided love, but I think there's a lot of love there that Barty Crouch Jr. doesn't get. Doesn't see, and it's that's what's sad about it, yeah. is that, like, Barty Crouch Jr. still sees his dad the same way, like, you know, because obviously everything that happened when he was still a teenager, but this yeah. is how, like, teenagers see their parents. Like, they don't understand me. Mm-hmm. I misunderstood. He never loved me as much, you know? Yeah. And As my mom. Yeah, exactly. He's... That, what a weird thing to say. Barty Crouch Jr. is like, um, he yeah, loved he, loved, he loved her way more than he ever loved me. That's yeah. why he did it. And I think he also sort of, no, I guess we're, we're going, he's a sociopath, so he doesn't really care, I think. But I was, I don't know. I think he has to tell himself, he has to believe that, you yeah. know? And I think sociopaths, even, they have like their people that are their kryptonite. Yeah. Or they have things that don't quite work with it. Yeah. And that's uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think he's experiencing a lot of that. Like, because he just... That's an important line. Like, he loved he loved her more than he ever loved right. me. It's so emotional for the... Because he understands that his mom loved him. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Like, we're listening to a very unreliable narrator. Right. That's why, that's why I was thinking more... I was actually trying to think of it more sympathetically towards Barty Crouch Sr. Not that, like, an excuse or anything, but just to see him as, like, a, oh, this was, like, a deep father's love, what he tried to do yeah. badly. <laughs> but um, I just got to my notes about the memory term. I forgot what I wrote all my notes on, but um, I, we should talk about this with Professor Posner because I think it's interesting how, like, Crucio affects memory so much like we see it in two ways like one with the long bottoms or at least cognitive function like they use mm-hmm. Crucio to a point that they don't mm-hmm. you know have any cognitive function and then like with Bertha like 
undoing a memory charm and it must be like breaking some sort of nerves in the brain Mm -hmm. or nerves to the brain that's what crucio is doing and so it's like frying certain nerves yeah um and i guess if you do it enough it like will break through that stuff but um just interesting how it well, pain and the brain are so connected and, like, I don't know. I think it's a probably yeah. similar to, like, um, um, to shock, um, Well, therapy. I'm thinking, like, any time you feel pain, like, that's sending something to Right, that's what I I'm saying. I just Alex. Um, that like, it's sending something to your brain saying, like, that, ow, that hurts. Yeah, but I'm, that's what I'm saying, but I think yeah. it's similar to, like, electric shock therapy. Oh. Like. Yeah, I don't really know how that works, that, like... Like, you know, obviously, like, if there are many, many cases in which people did not survive that as a... Are you thinking of lobotomies? Um, yes, I'm also talking about, like, um... Like, electroshock therapy as, like, a way to cure depression? Yeah, cure depression, cure homosexuality, I'm putting quotation marks around that, um, yes, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I don't know enough about it, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm assuming it's a similar thing, where it's like, you're using the pain to erase or trigger, or... I, I guess I didn't know how much, like, pain you're actually feeling from it. I think that's extremely because painful. I think that's... I know it's, like, like a lot of experimental stuff with, like, depression, but I didn't think it was, like, they were actually going through, like... I don't I don't know how it works. Yeah, I, I got... Yeah, I, I haven't done, obviously, like, a lot of research on it either. Um, I always assumed pain was a part of it, though. Like, it was, like... A pain directly to like certain parts of the brain, I don't know, would either numb that feeling or correct it or, or like if you think like I, for example, like with, um, shock the gay away or whatever, like if you're thinking homosexual thoughts, then you're associating that with the pain of the shock therapy and then you don't. Yeah, that one I can see like why that would be like pain during this is like trying to reinforce like mm-hmm. but i'm thinking more of it from like a depression I yeah don't know. which was like more like yeah like it was i don't know like more people like it was like more widely accepted i guess or it is more widely accepted. as a treatment yeah yeah um yeah don't feel comfortable enough talking like i don't know enough about it to talk about it um but yeah, just like a couple of instances of that and memories and cognitive nerves, sciencey stuff. Yeah, we need to talk to Professor Posner. Yeah. Clearly, we don't know. Are you done all your notes? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I at the uh, yeah, I'm one. I I uh, put a line in my notes before. So, I I had to stop writing notes in terms of I didn't oh. have any more space. Why did you write a line? Because I was writing down, like, my champ and stuff. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I said that BCJ must have sucked at throwing off the Imperius tr- curse because it took him 12 years, and it took, like, 
Barney Crouch Sr. two months to, like, throw off the end period. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Although I said maybe it was Peter that put it on him, but... I was wondering I think they if say it was, like, Voldemort. hereditary. I don't know, because... That they were able to throw it... <laughs> he took a yeah. long time to throw it off. Well, he said many... Well, also, they said it that he was using many spells to sedate yeah. Barty Crouch Jr. Yeah. So it's, like... I guess. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I just had an... I felt very uncomfortable... When the map got brought up, and, like, Dumbledore's like, map? What map? And, and I could just picture, like, Harry being like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. He felt on. <laughs> and I was like, Snape is going to be pissed. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that was my line about, like, again, confirmed, like, he was using the he map. He was using the map. Like, that's when I was like, I He's know I map. said that about the map. And then you were like... Did we talk about it? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't remember that I had said it. <laughs> but we for sure did. We confirmed, have talked about the map. Yep. And he def- used it, confirmed once again. His his last line about it was like, um, he became a bone. I buried it while wearing Ooh. the invisibility cloak in the freshly dug earth in front of Hagrid's cabin. Just so much disassociation. Um, And Dumbledore in this is really interesting to me. Like, he's egging him on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, and what'd you do with your dad? Mm, Interesting. Okay. He's totally investigating this shit. I'm so mad about what's gonna happen in the next chapter, and fucking fudge once again. (laughs) I'm so... Re- I'm not ready. Half, I'm excited for half of the chapter because the part with, like, in Dumbledore's office is, like, great. Ooh. But Ooh. as soon as we get into that hospital wing, oh, man, my blood just boils thinking about it. Fudge is up there for me with Umbridge. Like... Oh, yeah. Like, it's, In like, some ways, he's worse, because at least Umbridge is, like, in your face about what a horrible person is, but he's, like, such a coward. Like, yes, yes. Like, she's a I, worse person. She, I, she, he, she makes my skin crawl more than Fudge, but I think it's because we get so much of her. Oh, I think I get much more upset about Fudge. I can't handle Umbridge. It's really... I know. <laughs> yeah, you know. I It really gets to me. But um, Fudge also... But that's another thing where I have really, a really hard time um, with lawful evil people. Yeah. I, and I think what's almost worse about Fudge is, like, he, like, stands by so strongly on, like, Umbridge, and he's, like, you know, putting her there, and it's, like... She's a bad person. We know she's a bad person. It's so clear, like, she's an evil person. We get it. We hate her. Fudge, like, it's also clear, like, how she writes him, but he's, like... He thinks he's a good person. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that does make it worse. And so that's... He just... He really bothers me in a way that, like, I don't think any other character does. Yeah, I will say that, like, there's a level of, like, there's Umbridge, there's Fudge, and then, like, much further down, there are characters like Voldemort and Barty Crouch Jr. Like, I... I love the character of Barty Crouch Jr. That's what I'm saying, like... And we don't see him doing evil things, so it's... 
easier to be like, that's fine. Oh, yeah. I, um, like in, in the, in the course of the story, like we see Fudge, Voldemort, Umbridge doing bad things. Like even Wormtail's before Voldemort for me. Oh yeah. Wormtail's worse. Wormtail's up there. Because again, like Voldemort, you know what you're getting. Yeah. It's, it's it's the fake. It's the fake. Yeah. Because Umbridge also uses, I mean, she does like the whole sweet thing but like and she has the law supporting her this is why this is like innately why lawful evil is so hard for me to get my head around corrupting the law like she's making any law she wants like that's a corrupt system right so i don't i mean i think fudge's system is also corrupt where he's like hiding the truth but i guess he's more like in denial than anything yeah I mean, I think she, I would still consider her lawful evil, but I just mean, like, it's not fair. <laughs> She's not doing it in a fair way. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Did you, what, did you have a question, a quiz for me? Yes. Um, what spell does Dumbledore use to reanimate Crouch. That was, that was going to be mine. Renovate. Yes. Or innervate. Oh, yeah. Renovate. Or whatever. What spell does he use to get into the door? Huh? What spell does he use to break through the door? Oh. I don't know. Bombarda. Stupefy. Bombarda. I don't think Bombarda is a real. It's only in the spell. movie. It's only in the movie. Stupid. Ren- renovate. Renovate. That's okay. That's what I oh, you're right. You're right. Um. Um. So I teased this last chapter, but I gave it two hundred points. Ooh, I gave it's it 100. a hundred. It's a up there one for me. Yeah, this is a good one. It's a good yeah. one. I gave it a solid a hundred. Yeah. Um, oh, this is so good. I feel like if it was my first read through, I might give it like 300. Yeah. I like that good reveal. I was trying to get back into that place of yeah. first time reading. Um, my champ is Dumbledore. My champ is also Dumbledore. 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 Who's your rat? My rat is Crouch with a side. Senior of... or junior? Huh? Senior. Ooh. Because you were really upset with Senior. Interesting. I wasn't, I didn't get Barty Crouch Jr. the rat because I was like, he's just like telling the story. Like, I, he would be a rat for like all the things he did, but like in the, in this chapter, like in real time, I'm like, whatever. I'm excited to hear the story. <laughs> yeah. I gave yeah. it to Fudge. I'll give it to Senior with a side of Fudge. I gave it to Fudge fully for, like, his one line in the beginning. And he's going I to get it you, in the next chapter. I told you. I, all, I was I know, saving yeah. it for next chapter, though. I was like, no, I'll, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll give, give it, it to him when it, when it counts. But, chapter. oh, God. Fudge made me so angry. <clears throat> I'm not ready for my... Your anger fear. next. But I really want to get to the serious stuff, so I, like... It's it's so rude of her to put it all in the same chapter. <laughs> so rude. Ooh, um, I I can't. My we're almost can't. done. We have two more. Chapters. I know. I'm very like. I'm giddy. I'm. Giddy. I can't wait to watch the movie. Same. We've been talking about the movie a lot. This movie's good. 
I think it's weird when people hate the movies. Me too. Oh, sorry, Bob. But actually, whenever I explain, like, we both feel the same way, but whenever I say, like, well, we like them as movies, not as, like, uh, adaptations of the books, Mm -hmm. people are like, oh, like, they, like, feel that. That, Yeah, I think you can understand when you say it like that. Yeah. Um, Because I I I also think we, in general, carry a lot of clout. Like, it's not like we're, like, people that read the books once and are saying we... Like, like we're the movies clearly more. book people. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think we. But like, a lot of the people I talk to are also book people. Yeah, I mean that's all. That's but that's all what I'm saying. People, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I think we're allowed to. Where they think like, okay, wait, we, we, you guys can say that. Like, yeah. they, it's like a respected thing. I know. I people have been like. Mm. I mean, Joey gets mad at me when I like certain. Professor Posner. Professor Posner. Um, Oh, I have a couple of friends that are sassy about me liking the movies. I'm like, I stand by what I said last year. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I've said this a million times. The movies are so important to me. Like, I could not read very fast. Like, I watched the movies over and over again. There is many, for many... You watch the movies way more than I have. I there was a time in my life where every weekend my brother and I would watch movies one through three, like every yeah. single weekend. And then when four came out, I would watch it like under my covers, under my bed. I watched three a lot, and I remember like falling asleep a lot watching it, and then having to rewatch it like the next day, and mm-hmm. then like falling asleep again. Like, it was like a cycle. I watched. I watch these a lot. Like, once you get to five, I know them less because I wasn't... I don't... I wasn't a kid, like, when they came out as much. So, like, I had, like, other things to do. But, like, before life got real, I would rewatch these movies all the time. I honestly don't remember, like, any of five. Like, I remember flashes, but, like, I've talked about it in, like, the books. Like, I don't remember if they did this in the movie. (laughs) And you're, like, trying to convince me. I'm like, I have no memory of it. I think somebody addled my memory. Ooh, that's sad. I don't want to think about that. No, I just think I, it's not memorable. I didn't like the fifth movie, I think. The fifth movie for me, every time I think about when people tell me about hating um, Crimes of Grindelwald, I always think about the fifth Harry Potter movie where it was like, I'm glad it was made. I'm happy to watch another Harry Potter movie, but, like, it just, like, wasn't the best. I think I was really disappointed. Yeah, with the fifth one, it just is there. Yeah. And it takes out... It takes out all of the fun of the fifth book. Yeah. I definitely am not a huge fan. I like the sixth movie a lot. Yeah, me too. Um, And the sixth, as I've said, the sixth book is not one of my faves, but um, I think they put a lot of humor in the sixth one, and I think we all needed that. Yeah. I like like the sixth movie as a standalone. Yeah. I think I've probably seen the sixth movie more than I've seen the fifth movie. I've definitely seen it. I watched the four and six I watched isolated a lot. And I I think fifth is the first David Yates movie, Mm -hmm. Um, and I think he was, like, figuring out his groove, because he definitely gets it later, but I don't like how he does, like, the whole umbrage stuff. It's, like, trying to be so artsy with, like, the clock tower and, like, hanging the, um, amendment things. Mm -hmm. I don't like that stuff. It's, like, I don't know. I don't mind it, but it doesn't... 
One, I don't think they chose the right scenes to keep in. It was like trying to be like the third one, but not as good. Right. Right. That's how I felt. And I was like, I'm not feeling this like I did the third one. I'm really neutral about it. That's what I'm like. It's really for me, like... I don't hate it. I I don't hate it. Like, I get the information that it decides to give me, but I will never watch the fifth one alone. I would much rather re-listen to it. Thanks, Jim. (laughs) Thank you, Jim. But, But like, yeah, I obviously watch the fifth one as I'm going through, like, if I'm marathoning the movies or watching them in order. But I I feel like the fifth one might be the one I've seen the least. Fifth one in part two. Yeah. We're probably a year away from watching the fifth one, though. It's going to take us a long time to get through the... The fifth book. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long-in. We're not ready. That makes me feel good, though, because I... The listeners aren't ready. The listeners aren't ready. We're going to argue a lot, I think, in the fifth one. You think? Well, because you don't like the fifth book as much, and I really like the fifth book. I I have said many times that the fifth one is my least favorite book, but I just, I actually think, I don't think that's true. I think it might be true, like, out of process of elimination, but especially going through this read-through, I really like, um... I really like, like, taking a deeper look at it, and I really love parts of Five. I think Five is hard for me to read because of Umbridge. And I think you said this, like, a long time ago, like, when we first started the podcast, is, like, you were excited to read it because you know it's my favorite. Yeah. Like, to kind of see it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think the last time I read Six, I did that for your perspective, but I also don't have the same love for either Draco or Snape that you did right I'm thinking I'm thinking six might not be uh, I might not love six as much as I usually do but I mean it's got a lot of six is going to be a great one to discuss because it's so much stuff I also love six because of the angst I really enjoy I like it all for the Dumbledore lesson that's what I'm saying like I that's what I mean by part of the angst like I love the Dumbledore lessons I love I love seeing a little bit of the Malfoy drama I love getting a little glimpse of the Snape drama I love we're um, in it for Ginny let's just say it I am in it for Ginny you know I love that romance plot line yes I am a shipper through and through that's why I love six <laughs> I yeah I don't know why we say I'm not a huge fan of six because there are a lot of parts that I like of it but I think the <gasps> The you parts that make me feel icky make me feel really icky in the sixth one. <laughs> that little monster. Oh, God. But not that sectum <laughs> whatever scene is, like, oh. my least favorite thing to read in the entire series. And so it really stands out for me in the sixth one. I really, really, really love the conversation between Draco and Dumbledore at the end. I think it's such a good oh. scene. Wow, we are really ahead of ourselves. Yeah, but yes. So we're not even done book four, but we're almost done. <laughs> we're, in, we're in six somehow. <laughs> um, we're almost there, guys. Stick with us. Hope you enjoyed our predictions for what's going to happen in the rest of the series <laughs> of the podcast. Um, great. Okay. Stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Wow. Mischief managed. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. 
Thank you for listening to another episode. Um, if you can take a moment and just find us on social media, that would be wonderful. We're Potter Watch on Facebook, Real Potter Watch on Twitter, and on Instagram, we are Podcast Potter Watch, as well as our email, podcastpotterwatch at gmail.com. Please feel free to communicate with us at any time. About any topic. Um, And most importantly, please um, give us a review on iTunes. This really helps people find out about the podcast. Um, We appreciate all the reviews. And and it helps us, um, you know, get a better idea of how we're doing as podcast hosts. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it.